episode this week, we actually are going to have a couple of them, but the first one, I was able to get a couple guys in from the Litecoin Gaming group uh, that seems to be growing every day. Uh, it was Frozen, F-R-O-Z-N, if you want to look him up on Twitter, and along with uh, Litecoin Evan, who his handle is Boston underscore stats. So they both came in, just gave us a rough idea of like kind of what's the relationship between uh, the Litecoin Foundation and the gaming and how these teams work and how the little bit of, you know, where's their money come from and, and what's, what are they trying to achieve. So uh, it was a quick conversation. I had some technical difficulties with Frozen. He kept kind of cutting out and I had some people jumping in. So I chopped this one up a little bit. I hope it's not too noticeable. Uh, so if it seems like the conversation is a little disjointed at certain parts, it's probably because I had to just cut some things out that were just bad audio so um yeah hey another week in the books so i I appreciate every week you guys showing up Um, i know things have been quiet on twitter lately and um, it just seems like everybody's kind of just not not a lot of excitement around crypto right now but but, uh, i was glad to be able to get this episode in and i would say definitely go out and check these guys out and support anybody um, on twitch that's with the litecoin handle um, and hopefully we see more from them so uh, you should see this one, and I'll have another one uh, coming at you this week as well. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. guys some variety every week with music. You're loving this, huh? <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, I'm waiting for the week that uh, <clears throat> I get a, some sort of notification that I'm stealing people's music. Cause I'm putting those on the podcast and I'm just expecting one week. I'm going to get, I'll figure that means I've gotten somewhere with it. <clears throat> Somebody cares. I took that song for 30 seconds. Well, Hey, uh, 
I'll probably let some people fill in here. Um, kind of been a weird week for me. I was, uh, I don't know, COVID didn't hit me too hard, but I had it for a few days and now my whole family's got it. So I got, uh, I don't know, four other people in this house who have it and I probably technically still have it. So it's been, I don't know, not too bad. It just makes you tired. I don't know. I've, it's been almost two years. I never had it. I, nobody in my house had it for two years. So I'm pretty lucky. Um, all right. Um, so yeah, if you guys, I'm, I'm going to let people fill in, but obviously I put it out there and reached out to some, to a couple guys from the Litecoin gaming group. Um, really anybody I've been trying to get a hold of. I think it's, uh, here, I'll bring you guys up right now. Uh, there's a couple guys I tried to get in touch with. Is it Axis? I think he was kind of running the show for a while there and just could never connect with him. You know, he works kind of some crazy hours, so it's been tough to connect. But um, there's a couple guys coming in, Frozen and Litecoin Evan. And they're going to step up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys jump forward. I appreciate that. I know Jay at Litecoin Foundation was trying to arrange something, too. And I'll be honest with you. I was, like, today thinking, man, I got to make sure I got some, you know, I want to have a, a reasonable conversation with you, right? And there's so much to cover. Like, I don't even know where to begin because uh, a lot of this stuff's really new to me, like, as far as, like, I know competitive gaming exists. It's not like I don't, I'm not totally living in a, in a cave, but, um, the variety of games that get played and like, it's just, it's a whole different world. And so part of me wants to ask you just about that in general, but I also want to learn about your relationship with Litecoin. So, um, so I don't know if you want to, Frozen, you can step up, uh, and Evan, I don't know, you're up here now. What's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, for sure. So, um, do you want to wait for Frozen? Maybe I'll just shoot the shit for a few minutes and then. Oh uh, yeah, we can. Uh, He's got a blue check mark. So okay, yeah. <laughs> He's got blue check marks. So that's oh, very official. <laughs> yeah, Frozen. How'd you get a blue check mark? There we go. Now you guys can hear it. For some reason, it doesn't work on my, my AirPods when I type it on. So that's why I couldn't talk. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But now I'll just do it on speakerphone once I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, both of you guys. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Like I said, uh, I mean, Litecoin Gaming, I think, started, I want to say, last, like, maybe early summer, right? Something like that. It started, at least I started seeing stuff about it. I started seeing posts about it and i know they were recruiting players and you know very early on i thought hey that's like a really smart move um i'm a, and and, I, and then i started like and i'm realizing today like i don't even 100 know what the relationship or how it started or where where this all kind of began so i guess before we jump into it like you guys want to just give a quick introduction of who each of you are uh yeah so i'm evan i'm the vice president and uh, co-owner of Litecoin gaming all right. Yeah, and then um, I'm frozen, um, Ray Arsenal, um, and I am the advisor for them on the management side and sponsorships. All right. 
So how long are you guys both yourselves competitive gamers, I'm guessing? Um, so I, I'll do – do you want to go first or do you want me to kind of do an intro first? Um, you can go first. All right. Yeah, so a little bit of my background. Um, I've been in esports production and influencer marketing for about 10-plus years. Um, my background comes from, you know, ranging from working with organizations like FaZe Clan – all the way to my current full-time job at influencer stuff where we work with um, creators from, you know, micro level to the PewDiePie's of the world. And then for my journey with Litecoin most recently is to come on and really help them, you know, get to a place of top tier level, which was a big part of push with the guy signing the Rocket League team. Um, So yeah, that's kind of a, a high level for me. All right. Are you a gamer then, Evan? Yeah. Or like, are you, is that is that your job, or was it your job at some point, or how's this? <laughs> I'm so confused um, how this all works. So go ahead. Um, back when I was younger, um, it was to an extent somewhat my job, but now um, I turn to the management side of it, um, and the side is definitely the route that I'm going to be sticking to. I still play all the time. Um, especially at Northwood, and I'm down there, uh, eSports facility right now. So I'll come down here in between classes, play a game or two, and then walk over just because it's freezing all the time. But, right. yeah, I'm not too comp, but, like, I'll always go on and play with – I see my friend Parker's in here. I'll play with Parker a little bit or whoever's on. So I'm, like, on as well. All right. Okay. Well, and so – and bear with me through this, guys, because I'm a – you know, I'm I'm a Gen Xer and – I feel like everybody under the age of 50 has probably gamed pretty much most of their life. Right. But yeah, of course. for me, like gaming was, you know, I, I listen, I bought a Sega master system. If that tells you anything. Right. So I've been around a long time and uh, you know, in my later years, I don't, I'm not nearly what I used to just very casual. I do like watching gamers on online and uh, it's like almost, I get where, I know I'm never going to get to a certain level. And so, but I do still enjoy watching the games and, and it has become very uh, spectator sport for me if I do watch it. So like, I get that whole concept, but like what um, I guess the, the breadth of things is what's hard for me to grasp. Right. Cause I'm, I'm watching, I see how many players you guys have. And, and I mean, it has, would you say that, I mean, is, is gaming gotten to the point where it's almost your, all the jobs like you guys are talking about with marketing and influencing and managing, are, is it like a counterpart to regular sports in a way? Like it's yeah. become level? Yeah, sorry, I didn't interrupt you there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, from, from just esports alone, you know, you're seeing the bridge from traditional sports to gaming. You know, you have players like Kyle Vinoy from the New England Patriots who owns an esports team. You have... Um, you know, the little dirks of the rap world who own gaming teams built around, you know, esports and, and content. So you definitely have the bridge. And, and like you said earlier, too, everyone played a game at some point in their life, right? What, whatever it is. It could be Candy Crush on Facebook. It could be, you know, Mario or Call of Duty. It doesn't matter. Everyone's played a game at some point. Right. right. And so it's, it's just it's just a lifestyle more than it is an actual entity, which is why, you know, esports and twitch and all that stuff has grown to you know an astronomical level um you know you're you're seeing some of these streamers making three million dollars a year by just turning on a stream so yeah i saw one uh gosh i think i was looking at 
uh, yeah, so Twitch, and it was like you look at the top subscribe top, you know, accounts, how many subscribers they have per month. You know, it's a four ninety nine subscription level, and they'll have you know a couple hundred thousand people every month. And I'm thinking, holy shit, like these guys are killing it, right? I mean, obviously the top guys are making serious money. So, um, yeah, that's interesting to me because I, yeah, cause even like the Rocket League thing, I saw that announcement and they had a coach on there and I'm thinking a coach, you need a coach for a video game team. But, you know, again, I'm, I feel old saying that sounds crazy. To me, but... yeah, yeah, it's not crazy at all. I mean, yeah, coaches typically depending from the game. So games like Halo or Counter-Strike, if you're familiar with that, like coaches are more on strategy and telling players, you know, maybe some things that they could work on just as a typical coach, because players both traditionally and playing video games are always thinking potentially that they're always right. <laughs> and they're right. not always right. So it's good to have a third party there that can kind of say, no, you were wrong there. or We could have done it this way. And this could have been the outcome. So that's really, do do really they, what a coach they, is. Do they scout opponents and stuff like that too? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they'll scout, they'll scout, uh, strats. Like our coach will, um, look for strats of strategies of what, you know, the other teams are going to be doing in that moment or, you know, watch streams on other teams. And yeah, just a, as a basic, you know, NFL coach that watches game film, they do the same in the gaming end. All right. That's cool. All right. Well, so, um, kind of bringing it back, like you mentioned, uh, teams or like, like that there's, people that own teams what's in i mean is a team owner um obviously there's prize money right and so is that kind of the incentive is it more it's a badge for them to own a team is it just kind of cool for them is it a money maker for somebody to own a team like a celebrity um, yeah so and I, and I can let Evan answer some too but i think the the best answer is it's a kind of tenfold question right so i think you know, prize money is great, but it's really, even though the biggest amounts, organizations typically don't make most of their revenue off of prize money. Typically, that's given to the players. Um, okay. The way traditional esports teams make money is through merchandise, content deals, sponsorships, endorsements, um, and social media as well. So using like particular... Yeah, like like energy drinks or yeah, it would be like you know you only drink Red Bull or you only use a certain headset and you get an endorsement money for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's so wild. I guess it makes sense. Same as sneakers, right? I mean, yeah, and and a, and a good bringing it to crypto and in this whole avenue, you know, you look at teams like you know Team Solo Mid, which is one of the biggest organizations in the world, and they got a deal with FTC, the crypto. Um, you know, purchasing uh, avenue, and that was a four hundred million dollar deal. F FTX, right? They FTX, sorry, yeah, yeah, FTX, yeah. FTX sorry. gave them four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I should have kept playing video games. Yeah, I, I believe it was. I believe it was four hundred million. It was definitely in the hundreds of millions. Yeah, that, I believe that doesn't it totally surprise me right now. Well, so how did this all start with? Um, with Litecoin, because one thing I did notice early on, it seemed like um, there was a lot of kind of changing of the guard. It seemed like a lot of people were in and out and in the early stages. So were you involved from the beginning, Evan, as far as like one of the as the VP or an owner? Uh, no. So I was brought on in uh, November 
like around November 13th, 14th, I believe. So that's, I was brought on and I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. There were some like content creators coming in and going out. And um, that's pretty common in the uh, esports industry. Um, when you try to, people just rush it. It happens in businesses, everything. They just try to get something rushed. So once you slow down and you get the right creators that want to be with Litecoin, you see why they're there. They see the same end goal that the rest of the board has and everyone has, then everything flows right. But when you get, for example, there was 13-year-olds for us um, when I joined for Fortnite. Um, that's something that I personally would not do just to due to maturity. Um, right, yeah. As a content, so... You know, it's gonna be like almost own. impossible legally to deal with that, right? Like, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> we can't sign a contract if you're 13. So that's interesting. So what? So what is the relationship with you guys? And yeah, you're you're are you sponsored by the Litecoin Foundation? Is that what's going on? Yeah. So um, the relationship there is a strategic, um, both financially and with managerial um, assistance as well. Um, so it is very inclined with Litecoin Foundation. Um, it is a, a pretty, pretty strong partnership that we're trying to build out in a demographic that really can help push Litecoin further um, and bring in the next generation of, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, buyers. So. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I, that's something I, I remember posting something about a while ago. That I think strategically, it's a great move. I mean, obviously, that's where all of, I would say, the sub thirty, uh, eyeballs are at is on on gaming. Yeah, absolutely, and it's just a general fit too, right? Like if if when you're browsing the gaming sector, you know, all of these, some of the biggest. You know, whether it's NFTs or crypto coin or whatever, but some of the biggest purchases are coming from these big influencers, too. So it's just a natural fit as well, because it's not something that we're advertising to. And, you know, one of those sectors in the world that's like oh, anti-crypto and anti-NFTs and, and yada, yada, yada. You know, we're, we're going to a demographic that really understands it and wants it to succeed. Yeah, cool. Is there any sort of, um, I mean, is there any thought of like how, to use Litecoin in, in gaming? I know that that's probably a big yeah. I'll, I'll, Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we our plan is to be able to pay, pay salaries in Litecoin eventually, um, and then also have sponsorships and avenues that build communities and, and avenues of content and further development of players using Litecoin as well. Yeah, like tipping and all that stuff. Are you, like on Twitch and stuff, You they don't accept... Uh... Can you tip? You have to tip in their like native currency or whatever, right? Yeah, you can't. You, not yet. Ho hopefully soon Twitch will do it. We'll see, but not yet. Yeah, you have to do it in their native bits, is what it's called. Yeah, you have to buy through potentially Amazon sometimes, or you can pay through Apple if you're on your phone. Do they have? Can you buy bits with crypto at all, or no? Not yet. Hopefully soon. Okay. Hopefully. Oh, that's interesting. I I, I didn't I didn't know what the relationship was so so they kind of help you guys manage the team or I don't know give you some some oversight I guess in a way and then obviously sponsorship as well so how many players do you guys have uh, for pro players it is just that a uh, one rocket league team which is the uh, three starters the one sub and then uh, the coach 
Okay, so that's the competitive side. Yeah. And then we have the uh, content side, which you see the clips being posted in Warzone, where there might be a 360 uh, no-scope or just some crazy clips. Um, that's right. on the content side and the, the Warzone side as well. So we have like a Warzone side that's not too, too competitive, but they're really good, and we're looking to get them into uh, some tournaments um, like EPUs to host tournaments multiple a week. So we're going to see what we can do. And good luck going out there. All right. Cool. And if, guys, if anybody in the crowd has questions, uh, don't hesitate to come up and raise your hand. Uh, so, um, yeah, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys, because this is kind of, to me, the reason I created this underground thing was I, I want to make sure, kind of as a community, I feel like it's a place for us to maybe bring our influence or, you know, if there's any help we can bring. Like, what is what as Litecoiners can we do to help Litecoin gaming? Yeah, I can jump in. Or Evan, you want to go ahead? Uh, you can go first. Yeah, sure. So I think a lot of it is just based on continuing the support of all Litecoin projects, right? Just beyond just the gaming side. You know, the more that Litecoin grows, the more the gaming side is going to grow. And then, you know, it's just supporting, you know, if there's merchandise that you guys are interested in, you know, we always use the Litecoin logo. So it's not like you guys are buying a whole different type of logo and avenue. Um, that only furthers the development of there. And then if you guys are interested in video games, always checking out the content creators and that will help, you know, for us to be able to get more sponsorships and avenues because there's more viewership. Right. Gotcha. Who, who do, who's your, um, yeah, because you got a bunch of content, guys. I do watch the, the, uh, was it Call of Duty? Is that mostly what those guys are playing? The sniper yeah. reels and all that. Yeah, they'll be playing uh, most mostly Warzone, uh, Rebirth, or um, just uh, full on. I'm not too good with the Warzone side, the competitive side of Call of Duty. I know all about. <laughs> you know what I watch? This is like I, I feel like such a. This is my uh, a secret. I don't tell many people about my watching habits. <laughs> so a few years ago, I don't know why I got caught up in watching people play Super Mario Maker. Do you ever watch Super Mario Maker players? <laughs> I have not actually. Some people think, yeah, it's like it's the most childish game, seemingly, but you know, essentially, it's a game where people can make a make can do anything, make anything out of a Mario board. And some of these guys are just ridiculous. They're, I don't know, I, it's like mesmerizing to watch. And it's just kind of something I pop on when I got nothing to watch and I chill. But it's like very casual. Do you have any more, do you have any more like casual gamers that you guys are looking at? Or is that just not in your, what you're looking for? Um, I would like, so the content creators, they're casual gamers. Um, they don't play, like they don't have to play competitive or anything. Um, they can just sit down, play. Um, you know, stream. Do they play a variety of games, or are they mostly? Does one guy usually does he stick to something he's good at, and that's it? Um, we have a few that are variety, and then we have uh, mainly some COD and then Valorant, and then we got some uh, Halo as well. Who's your most popular gamer right now? Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who uh, the most popular would be, honestly. Um, especially with uh, after just bringing on the 
roster. So I, I have no clue who uh, they'd be. This comes back to Frozen. How'd you get that blue check mark, dude? <laughs> it's 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 lots and lots of years of being in esports. Um, you know, like I said, my prior years I was working on big teams like FaZe and and Avenue, so I was able to get the check mark through being more in the media uh, back then. Oh, gotcha. So FaZe is FaZe like a big? I'm, I don't know who they are. Is that a big? Uh... Yeah, I would I would say team? that Phase Phase is the largest uh, esports and gaming team in the world is is the way to put it. Um, they uh, are a bunch of content creators. They have houses in LA, um, so they're they're pretty big. All right. Well, what else do you guys do? You guys is this your only job? Or is this like this full time? No. Um, I'm a, also a student and uh, at Northwood. And uh, also, they're a Call of Duty manager here. So I'm there. I'm doing college. And in between, this is also yeah, pretty much a, my full-time job. Yeah, I looked at your profile. So you, your college has a – again, I'm going to sound like such an old man. <laughs> <laughs> your college has a competitive gaming team, I'm guessing? Yeah. So actually, the uh, team that we signed, um, two of them actually go here. And uh, hockey lives maybe like 10 doors down from me. Um, so it's funny enough. So they're on, I'm on campus with them, with part of the roster. So should be some great content for that. And uh, yeah, there's um, the Rocket League, the Overwatch here, um, or the Valorant here, you know, everything here, the COD here. Um, I, would, I would say top for pretty much each uh, game and each scene that they're in. Um, as soon as you walk in the facility, they have all the trophies laid out. Where what is where is Northwood University? I never heard of that. Um, it's up in uh, Midland, Michigan. Oh, all right. You're not far yeah, from so. me. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm in yeah. a uh, I curl. I play the sport of curling, and Midland has a curling club actually. So <laughs> that's it's unusual. Yeah. There's very few curling clubs in the U.S. So yeah, that's something I know about Midland. To start running up there too. So that's funny enough that you say that. <laughs> And they flooded, dude. Midland had that horrible flood. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's actually where the uh, facility is down in the basement. So they had to do it again. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. You guys want to see some dev- devastating stuff? My wife had friends there that she went to school at Alma, which is right near there too. So anyway, enough of my history. Uh, anybody else want to jump up and ask some questions? I I feel like I'm kind of roaming the dark. I don't I don't have. You know, I was, I was going to ask you about what you have teams with. You mentioned that, but the only competitive team right now is this Rocket League. So I went and looked at Rocket League, and maybe I didn't see the whole thing. Is it just like soccer with cars? That's uh, so. Whenever like a parent comes to me asking, so what's like the best kid friendly game to for their you know kids to play? Um, I always just say Rocket League, and that's how I describe it. Is Car soccer. That's pretty much the uh, best way to describe it. Um, just when you're watching, if you play like uh, five minutes of that game, you see how difficult it is. And then just watching these guys here, I was like, okay, I don't know how any of this is happening. Um, so, so does that have it, a huge? Does that have like what? What kind of like audience does a game? Because I think the one I watched was it was like one of the world championships or something from. Maybe a two two years ago or something. What kind? I mean, does it get 
I'm assuming there's online watching, right? Like what kind of attendance do you get or how many eyeballs are watching a championship game like that? So it, it's, it depends on usually the team as well and how big their following is because um, then obviously all their fans are going to flood in just like they would to you know, sell out an NFL game. So usually it's around uh, like 100,000 um, when it's uh, this uh, split that's coming up. So let's say um, you know, phase first, uh, I don't know, us, we're going to play, but even though we're not there, but um, let's say we were playing, you know, since it's phase, it's going to grow the audience huge for, uh, you know, the viewership of Litecoin as well. Um, so that would probably be up around, you know, 75,000 um, because phase isn't 2-2 into the Rocket League and they're not known straight to Rocket League. They're more of, they start out as content um, as in most organizations that are still around actually today. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say too, sorry about that. I, my internet went out, but um, now we're on data. Um, to answer the first question, I can answer that too. Um, I do do this full time. Um, I've been doing esports and influencer marketing and that kind of avenue for about 10 years full time. Um, so that to answer the question prior to me lagging out, um, I do full time yeah. at influencer stuff is the company I work for. And we work with content creators um, to bring them brand deals and new avenues to succeed them further than just making content. So do you manage individual players as well? No. So we, we do more on the influence so on my day to day job with influencer stuff. Um, we do more on content creators than esports players. Um, so we work with, you know, I'm sure you Now you broke up. You fell out again. Uh, Try again. Man, that stinks. Uh, I had this happen with what was somebody last week. It was, uh, oh, what the heck? It made me laugh because, I mean, of all things, your is your gaming. Your internet should be killer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, oh, there he is. There, I saw that connecting. Exactly. <laughs> you, I don't, you faded out at some point in time there. Oh, well, that's all right. It's all right, Frozen. I think we might just, you're just going to have to be a listener. We'll try one more time. We'll see if we can do it. Yeah, now we got you. Taking me out of the space. Does somebody have, does somebody have Frozen blocked or something? (laughs) I've heard, no, I've heard that actually doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I think it apparently does, which is weird because you can have spaces with, you know, a thousand people in it and someone hasn't blocked it's I'm what that's just horrible. Um, I'm not sure. But yeah, so so yeah, more of what I work with like bigger YouTubers. We work with all YouTubers of all sizes and content creators, so Twitch streamers. Um, but I was saying PewDiePie is one of one that you, everyone in here probably knows of and we've done some deals with them. Yeah. So that's amazing. He he just um, it amazes me his influence and what what I always you know, I always laugh at is I'll mention him to somebody, I'll be like, oh, we've heard of PewDiePie, and they'll be like, no, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, because I watch like YouTube is mostly what I watch, and I find that a lot of people my age watch it for you know it's becoming the place where everybody just goes for everything you know whether you just are interested in fixing stuff in your car or around the house. You just like to learn. It just becomes this place where you naturally gravitate towards 
watching more and more content on there and he's so massive i just assume everybody's heard of him you know (laughs) but if he doesn't get fed to you in some way i guess i can see how that is and uh it is funny like it's it feels still has like a subculture feel to it i'm sure you guys um you're living in it so it doesn't feel so subculture but the fact you can step outside of your gaming world and go talk to someone who doesn't game at all to have no idea who these people are that are, you know, massively famous. Like I know, like, like who's a, who's the biggest gamer right now? I know Ninja was a couple of years ago, but he's not anymore. But like, who's a big, who, big name that everybody should know? Is there like a huge name in gaming right now? I mean, I think um, Ninja's a very, spe- very special case, right? Of how he was able to, how he's able to do it. Um, I think, I mean, there's big ones like Tim the Tatman. Um, you know, there's Pokimane. There's, um, trying to think of who else would be big. Um, well, she's that big, knows. like, as a social gamer, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, none of them are at the ninja level, though. I think when, as Ninja was as big as he was, because um, he was doing a lot of stuff that was mainstream that was really helping for outside gamers to understand. So like being on the cover of ESPN, right? If you have no idea who Ninja is being on the cover of ESPN, you're probably going to search who this, who this guy is with blue hair on the cover of my magazine. Right. Right. So, and, and also, you know, I think, you know, PewDiePie is just, yeah, one of those that a lot of people just know because not only of the content he makes, but just a lot of what followed him throughout the years as well. Yeah, I'm surprised like like a guy like him and and uh, again, some of these other guys I watch or I see that are more what I would call like they're content creators, right? They don't the games themselves. They're not necessarily great at a game, but they're just fun to watch or they're you know, they're interesting to watch them talk through a game and they're entertaining or they're funny. Um, I'm surprised that more people on YouTube don't take uh, money via cryptocurrency. Or just post, you know, put in the corner of their video, put the QR code for Litecoin or whatever, you know, whatever coin it is that they want. This would be something I'd recommend maybe for your gamers. Because uh, I, ha- I remember watching a long time ago, uh, somebody do that. They were doing a video about Bitcoin and they just put a QR code up and just to make it work, just to do it. It was fun just to send them five bucks. And um, it's just so easy and seamless in a way that they can maybe earn some money without having those intermediaries like Twitch. Um, I don't know if Twitch would probably ban them from doing that, but you could certainly have a QR code on screen and receive money in Litecoin. Just something to think about if you guys haven't thought of that already. I keep losing frozen. Oh man, he, he logged out again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh man. Is somebody kicking him out? I'm not doing it. No, I mean. But anyway, so I yeah, I don't know if that's something that are, are you. Is that the type of gamer that would even make sense for your organization? If you had, like, if anybody in this audience thought, hey, I'll I watch a guy, I'll reach out to him and let him know. I mean, are you really trying to procure a particular type of? Uh, uh, teams together or gamers or does it really is is it really a matter of like how many followers they have or what's what's in it for them type of thing yeah at the end of the day obviously you want to make sure it benefits both ends um so for the numbers it it depends so like if you're we can see like you're growing 
um, at a good pace and you're going to keep going and you're, everything you have is, you know, this professional, the way, you know, you're streaming, everything is perfect. You're interacting with everyone in chat and, you know, you're not just playing the game and ignoring everyone that comes in and you went from, let's say, average of five viewers in one month to the next, uh, you know, average of 10. And that's, you know, where you would probably, you know, negotiate what we'd offer to them. But obviously, let's say someone had um, like a million followers on Twitch. That's where those sides of uh, creators, they're going to be asking for. I mean, Frozen, you probably eat all the salaries better than I would. But I would just be saying big numbers. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't need you at that point, right? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, they're a lot of them just go out and they they just go the uh, brand route. So is the um, benefit the benefit for you guys is you you can go to a uh, let's take a you know an energy drink brand and say, look, I've got a team of twenty guys, they have X amount of followers. If you sign a deal with Litecoin Gaming, you get um every single channel you're gonna have advertising on all these channels equaling this size audience blah 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 and then they they that's is that is that the how the yeah the, the, the best way the, the best way that i like to explain esports is actually the most random sport i'm about to say which is nascar esports is closest to nascar than any other sport so the way esports teams at a very core level sell sponsorships is um, A, on the content like you referred to, right? Endorsement deals, drinking the drink, uh, wearing the headset, eating the food, whatever it is, right? Then the other component of it is, um, you know, uh, on the jerseys. So when we go to events, we wear, you know, team jerseys, just like, you know, any traditional sports would. And as like the NASCAR jumpsuits have logos everywhere, esports does the same thing. It has done the same thing for, you know, 15 plus years where you just put as many sponsors that want to be on your jerseys as you can. And, you know, those jerseys are seen at a very bare minimum level at the highest level of gaming, you know, a hundred thousand people could be tuning in. And so the, the, the money that sponsors spend on esports, you're getting more eyeballs than traditional on TV a majority of the time. Right. It's targeted at the people who you yeah. actually see it. Yeah. Correct. Makes sense. And plus replays. That's the other thing is everything's on, you know, you everything lives on and, it, and, it, and it's all lives in one core area too. Right. So if you're watching it on Twitch, it's always going to live on Twitch. If you're watching it on YouTube, it's always going to live on YouTube. Whereas traditional sports, you have to go and find it, right? Like one, one moment, it might be on the NFL network. The other moment it might have to be on ESPN plus, and you have to go and find it. Whereas, you know, it will always live in the same place that it was produced. Right. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. All right. Now, see, that's starting to make sense for me now. Like, I guess I was feeling like, so it's not all, my initial thought was it was all these competitions and that was, you know, whatever prize money is, that's that's the goal, right? But yeah, I would say that prize money is about 5% of esports on ways that organizations make money. All right, so you need guys, yeah, who are consistent and will actually just do as they're told, put the right brands up at the right time, right? <laughs> yeah essentially yeah and and it's all different levels too right so you know we were you know at at, as litecoin gaming you know we were really lucky to have the foundation really back us and litecoin itself retweeted us and talked about us um you know so we're very lucky to have a huge community especially all all of you guys that follow litecoin and i'm sure you support you know any project really that comes into litecoin that's legit um 
you know, and I think, you know, that's important for any, any coin, any crypto, anything to grow is just the community support, you know, and then getting behind it. So, yeah. So what, what's your guys, um, I guess, history with cryptocurrency. And obviously, you know, I understand, you know, as a Litecoin group and that you're obviously sponsoring Litecoin, but I don't, you know, don't feel like you have to yeah no absolutely no um i do own litecoin i've used litecoin in actual real life um scenarios um purchasing items um i don't have it everybody everybody says new egg is where they use litecoin yeah I, i i used it to buy a video game i don't remember the site i used it on but i used it to buy a video game oh that's cool hey that's cool but, um, but, you know, I hold the other ones too, you know, I have the Ethereum to use if I want to dive into something and in NFT related or OpenSea or anything like that. And then I have Bitcoin that I use in savings accounts and, you know, everything else that everyone else does. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not against other cryptocurrencies. It's just, you know, we really believe in Litecoin and Litecoin really believes in us. So we're hoping to bring it to a level um, that everyone can see it succeed. What do you think of the new NFTs getting made on Litecoin? Did you know that was coming? Is that uh, on, on which on, on which platform? Well, so uh, OmniLite was created. Uh, I don't know. We're probably about four or five months ago, but mm-hmm. we're just we're just getting our first NFTs. I think, yeah, Master, you're in here. Did you create the first one? Maybe, but uh, yes, yeah, so you can create your own tokens, and you can create NFTs. Ah, uh, yeah. There's, yes, not a good, but... there's not a good marketplace yet. That's probably the first, th- the next step is to create one there to where people can, um, you know, trade easily and list them. But that yeah. might be something cool for Litecoin gaming to get involved with for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we're always looking at avenues to build directly into the ecosystem of Litecoin, right? Because obviously that's important to us and as well as Litecoin um, as part of this gaming project goes. Um, you know, so yeah, um, you know, we have goals of, you know, NFTs, um, coins, all those stuff. But, you know, the, the biggest thing for us is not just shilling something out just to have, you know, Litecoin. Oh, dang, you're fading out again. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> oh man. There goes, there goes Rosen again. He's coming back. Hang on. He's coming back. You're back. Try it again. At one corner, I was in it when I when I get disconnected. Okay, so, um, yes. Yeah, so it's not about shilling it out. It's about creating an ecosystem that not only gives Litecoin a really good reputation and and, and growth, but also allows our fans and new fans of Litecoin gaming to be able to get a piece of being a part of you know the Litecoin gaming initiative. So that could be anywhere from maybe we make NFTs that are built around or coins or whatever it is built around, um, you know, free merchandise or meet and greets with our players. Or, you know, maybe you get to play one on one with a player, and learn how to play a game, um, maybe be a part of our content plans. Um, you know, there's just all possibilities that we can do with both ends that are really utility based, which is where I think nfts really should be and just crypto in general like the more that you can provide value to anything is just better for the consumer yeah for sure yeah it's something that i'm waiting on 
Uh, I don't know if Kyle's in the audience. Kyle's supposedly making me a Litecoin Underground token, but I haven't seen it yet. But uh, and then like when you guys show up, I'll give you some Litecoin Underground tokens for participating. You know, like little handouts. But um, all right. Well, I I don't have. Do you guys in the audience? Do you guys have any other questions? I mean, this is a such a broad topic. I almost don't know where to to go from here. But um, if anybody wants to pop up and ask a question or I guess you could message me a question. Here, look at Litecoin. Uh, Axis is in here. Why don't you come up and talk? Are you sh- are you shy? <laughs> I guess maybe he is. He might be working, but all right. Well, yeah. I mean, if if uh, nobody's got anything, I oh Fabio's coming up. All right. Actually, I got something I gotta ask you later, Fabio. But now's not 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 the time. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Okay, what can I do to participate to be kind of like the like a scouter kind of guy? Speaking talent for you type thing. Um uh you can send your resume over to um Litecoin Gaming at gmail.com. At the top. And I think he's saying like I was saying, like if you if you have somebody you watch or you might like oh, send them yeah. your way and say, hey, this guy might be a good fit. Is that what you're saying, Fabio? Yeah, yeah. Like they do with the, uh, what are those people there? The the women there that charge. Uh, anyway, you know what I'm saying. Like Something like that, you know? So Just you're trying be... to like join as like a scout to scout out, scout rosters, scout content creators, stuff like that, or? Yeah, you know, like. Like that, yeah, yeah. That's so. So Rob's in here. Um, I like on access. Um, most likely reach out to him, me, any of the staff, really. Like you're speaking all the duty stuff like that, right? So like, Mm -hmm. if I if I know someone that could, you know, potentially destroy, you know, like, but he's just not aware of, you know, participate in a world. You know what I mean? Yeah, like unknown talent, and that you, yeah, that you scout. Yeah, that's exact. That's exactly where I started my career was scouting, and oh, oh, there goes there goes Rosen. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where I started my career was uh, scouting. Um, and I think half the guys that I scouted from my old organization um, for Call of Duty are now in the uh, pro league for Call of Duty. So if that's what you're referring to, scouting um, incoming talent to um, Litecoin Gaming. Um, you can shoot any of us, the DM, um, Axis, Avix, myself, um, Frozen, we're all here. Um, and we'll all respond probably within max 24 hours. Okay, but is it like, like, if I bring you undeniable talent, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to be like gatekeeper style stuff. I mean, like, if I bring you undeniable talent, you know what I mean? Like, snap a finger. Oh, shit, you know what? Yes, wow, wicked. Yeah, you know, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the thing with that is um, those kinds of rosters are going to be asking for, you know, a larger salary. Um, Most of the time, if they're up at that level, um, you know, I know some of the uh, COD rosters right now are, since it's still the beginning, they're asking for, you know, 5K um, per player. 
and the season hasn't started and that's her challengers. So that's where you would, we would just have to make another pitch. We would have to go out and, uh, I mean, esports is all about risks. So you got to make the, go make a risk for, you know, the game. Uh, like you said, Call of Duty, um, pitch that team, see if you can get that. And yeah, if they're worth it, we can see the ROI in it. Um, and then, you know, keep uh, like going gaming green and not yeah. going to the red. That's the uh, main thing. Ooh, everything revolves around money, huh? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that part. Can I ask you? Because if you have a roster, let's say, you know, if you had 10 gamers and, and one guy's bringing in half your viewers or with one guy, are is pay generally weighted by how many followers you have? Yeah, so it could be um, pay or um, let's say, you know, they may want, um, you know, some juggernaut or sponsor juggernaut, so they could have. Um, that our failure is coming out soon for that. So, um, thinking of that, you can go buy that. Uh, for, I'm not mistaken, you can buy a juggernaut with Litecoin, actually, right? If I'm not mistaken, you might be able to buy that with uh, Litecoin. I think um, I saw then, that, yeah. yeah. So, and then, um, so yeah, there's always like different incentives on like how, um, how much, let's say, how many times you stream in the week or month. And, Again, size too. So let's say I'm going to just use basic five, you know, average of five viewers. Um, you're probably not going to, you know, go out and say, oh, we're going to give you a jersey or give you this. But let's say if you are averaging 40 viewers, yeah, and you got a, you know, base cam on the whole time, we're probably going to send you um, Juggernaut, um, you know, a jersey, maybe a hat, um, something like that. You know, so you're promoting on stream and, uh, you know, maybe possibly a salary depends. It always depends on the person too, because there are some people that um, don't even want some salary and they'll do it with just the, instead of so a Jersey and that's it. And they want to really be there for um, uh, the journey of the organization as well. Okay. Yeah. So you're not necessarily looking for the biggest guys right now and, and, and talent in the game itself is, is somewhat important, but it's the ability to get people to watch your, Watch your content. That's what matters, right? Which yeah, I guess that's makes sense, it's, right? Yeah, and then how, you know, interacting are you with uh, the people in the chat? To, you know, like I mentioned earlier, just to make sure you're not just ignoring everyone, like all viewers that are coming in. You know, let's say you get $5 donation. You don't just say, oh, thanks. You actually fully thank the person, read out their name, and give them a legit response and thank you. So do you provide the tools needed, though? Like coach well, and stuff like that? Um, I mean, so if there was a roster that came to us, I mean, I can use Call of Duty again. Um, I have – most of my connections are in the COD scene. Um, so, so if there was a Call of Duty roster that you had in mind that didn't have a coach, I could – I already have, like, a few coaches in my mind just within that, like, few amount of seconds. Um, but usually it depends. Um, some teams can come without a coach. Some teams may not have a coach. Um, it really depends again, really on the uh, level. And of course, you know, we can do whatever we can to an extent to, uh, you know, go and find a coach that's right for the roster as well, because you want to make sure they mesh together. 
Yeah, I understand what you're saying for sure. That's good too. But what I mean is like an example, right? I bring you raw somebody who just loves playing the game, somebody who destroys and murders it, is not known for shit. And it's like, okay, like let's say you're like, oh, you know what? We could do something here. Cool. All right. Yeah. Let's... I think what you're I think where you're getting to is the question of if you brought us someone that's unknown, do we have the tools to get him to the next level, correct? Kind of, yes, and maybe a guidance, right? So let's say if he has to spend his own money on equipment, setup, and all this stuff, it's like maybe you're like, you know what? I've been through it. I've seen it. Don't even bother using this. Don't bother using that. Spend the extra little bit of money. Go get this. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We have that built into place, both from a management system and the fellow content creators or players that would be there to be able to assist in making sure that they're getting the best out of their situation. Cool. So there is those kind of options. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's growth. There's growth from the top down in in the organization. Okay. All right. Okay. I guess that's about it. That's, that's cool. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Thanks. Anybody else got anything? I feel like we got a quiet audience tonight. It's been quiet on Twitter in general lately. I think people have been. We're all just like mentally exhausted, I think. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, hey, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to hang out, um, you know, I don't, I don't have any other questions for you. Um, you know, I, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Like, I think it's very cool that um, this organization was created. Um, I hope you're finding that like Litecoin community has been, uh, we're super supportive of, of, man, anything that comes along and uh very laid back and i would tell you that if there's active people in the litecoin community that you want to tap as a resource to just help you guys market things that are coming up or you reach out and ask them for help i think you'll be uh glad to find out that people are extremely helpful um no matter the size of the account and uh yeah just don't hesitate to reach out to people what what's what's next thing for uh Litecoin gaming like when does this rocket league team get out and compete how do we follow you guys is twitch is twitch the best place to be uh yeah so all of their games will be uh streamed on twitch um that's where rocket league um does all their matches like frozen was saying you're either going to be watching it on twitch or you'll be watching it on youtube um so it'll be on twitch and um their next uh qualifier is the uh 23rd of this month can you do yeah. the only the only thing i'll tell you i went on the website and i know it's i'm you know i think i think it's it's themed the same as the litecoin foundation so i'm guessing they might be running it but yeah if you could even have links in there of who your gamers are and their twitch channels just so we can see who they are you know what i mean because that's something that that Twitch is like a, I mean, there's just, there's a billion people on Twitch. So to try to find somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, 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 it gets impossible. I, I would say definitely like check out the Twitter cause that will be the most active account. Um, you know, you can even set alerts so you, so you can know when we're going live and, and, and all those avenues. Um, and then absolutely. Yeah. We can, we can work, um, with the content and web team to be able to develop a way for you guys to quickly just see what's coming next. But I'm sure I've, I've been, or just, or just to be able to like peruse everybody and look yeah. at like, who, there's gonna be some that we don't that hey there's a game i'm not into or i'm into that and maybe we can just click on links just to check different guys out and and see what makes sense and not you know so yeah absolutely 
You guys good? Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. Um, uh, the Rocket League team uh, will play again the uh, 23rd for their next uh, open qualifier. Uh, they win that. Um, then they'll have their uh, the uh, next split, next uh, winter split, and they'll be uh, playing for 100K there. So That's awesome. Or a prize bill of 100K. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming in, and, and uh, you know, don't hesitate to come in. I mean, we'll, we'll get in. We won't be talking a lot about gaming. We'll be talking a lot about, you know, just crypto and obviously what's going on in Litecoin in general. So um, if you want to just learn a little more and hang out or you're welcome to chime in uh, and we talk about anything and everything here. So but I do appreciate you coming in. I've been wanting to get some more understanding of what the whole what the whole deal was. And and don't be afraid if you want me to share something, uh, you know, just message me and say, hey share this thing it's happening this week i'll be happy to do that and hopefully it gets picked up all right yeah awesome thank you yeah no thank you for having us on it was it was good talking and yeah hopefully we can come on more and and, and be able to tell you more of what's happening later